up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat as the last line of defence and here goes Joseph. Joseph's going to get over. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes Hello and welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug, the rugby podcast by the fans, for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. My name is Gable and I'm joined as ever by my good friend and fellow Bath fan, Tom. Although strangely enough, Tom, on a Sunday afternoon, how are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, not not too bad. Uh, a bit of getting, uh, getting, getting, getting quite regular, these podcasts now, aren't they? Yeah, getting I know. Thick and fast. I know. You see, I think you described my uh, my ugly mug on Wednesday's podcast, but yeah, uh, nice to see you too uh, again. And just to set a bit of context, it's currently 11.57 on Bank Holiday Sunday afternoon, um, and the Bath team to face Wasps on Monday is about to be announced in three minutes' time. So we're going to do a, a preview podcast featuring sort of live, as live as a podcast can get, reaction to that team news. Um, but before we get to that, Tom, a quick word about the, the the win on Wednesday night, which we did review in full in the podcast we recorded on Wednesday night. Check that out if you haven't. But a couple of days later, Tom, have you come down from that uh, incredible high? Well, it's brilliant, mate. I mean, you know, I, I think one thing I hadn't appreciated at the time is that this really now is the business end of the season. Um, following tomorrow's game, there's only four games left in the Premiership season, G. And we're now... Um, finding ourselves really in in pole position, I think, to uh, to secure that fourth spot or even better, um, which is brilliant. You know, it, it could have been so different. We we got off to a, a poor start. We could be having the usual conversations about scraping into the the, the top six and, and Heineken Cup places next season, but but we're not. And um, you know, if we can get through Wasps tomorrow. Our running actually is looking uh, looking pretty favourable relative to to the other teams around us. So yeah, still hugely positive. But uh, I think you know a tough challenge on on, on Monday, G. Mm. Yeah, I think it will be. And obviously, the teams, as with all of these uh, games post COVID, the teams are going to be absolutely crucial. We saw yesterday a prime example of that with the the Sale uh, Bristol game, where it really was Bristol's academy team. Um, and 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 sales first team and it, it kind of wasn't really a, a game of rugby. Tom, you're smirking down the line. The to win uh, tomorrow and we'll be above Bristol. That that's enough for um, to make you smile on a bank holiday, isn't it? Oh yeah, I I, uh, I definitely enjoyed that one yesterday at the at the AJ Bell, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bears Kingdom not looking so good uh, on uh, yesterday, and and hopefully when we go above them on Monday, um, we we will be it will be looking even worse. And um, one minute until the team announcement time, just before we do, I'm here. I'm here refreshing frantically the Bath Rugby website. <laughs> yeah, this is where um, Bath just throw us a dummy and don't release it until one o'clock, and we we have to fill a bus for an hour. <laughs> What are you expecting then, just very quickly? You tweeted out a team, didn't you? Are you expecting um, kind of wholesale changes from, from the team that played, uh, 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 played Leicester? Uh, the team that played Leicester, I'm expecting a similar team to the team that played Leicester. A wholesale changes from the team that played against Northampton Saints. I think we'll go back to um, what looks like that, that, first, that first team. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. The team that we... The team that we yeah. played the first two games with, I think it will be very similar to that. Um, I think McConaughey, Rocket Aguni, uh, maybe guys that miss out because Rocket Aguni's played 240 minutes, so he can't play. Um, but I think maybe those guys miss out a bit of rotation on the wing, uh, probably back to the, the the front row with Boyce Dunn and Stewart. But um, I'm probably about to be made look very silly. Tom, has the team been announced? 
Yes, and you, uh, you're not made to look silly, G. You are um, pretty much spot on with what you're saying there. Um, oh, it's an exciting team. 12 changes, G, uh, from the team that played Northampton Saints, um, which is what I meant to say. So we've gone with um, Abano, Dunn, Stewart, nice. um, uh, McNally and Yules in the, in the second row with Yules captain, obviously. Mercer at six, Underhill and Faletau, um making up the, the back Jesus. row. And then Ben Spencer, Reese Priestland, Gabriel Hammerweb, um, uh, Josh Matavesi, 12, Jonathan Joseph, 13, McConaughey and Anthony Watson at fullback. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's spot on there. That is um, pretty much, I think, as, as strong as it gets with the replacements following up. Also very strong. Uh, Jack Walker, Lewis Boyce, Christian Judge, Elliot Stook, Miles Reed, Max Green. Um, making his way nice. back onto the bench. You'll be pleased to hear that, G. Max Clark and then Tom de Glanville. So um, a pretty uh, strong 23, G. What's your immediate uh, live reaction to, to the team? Pretty happy with that? Yeah, no messing about from, from Stuart Hooper and Neil Hatley, certainly. Yeah, I, I think that is probably about as strong as a, a team as we can put out. I'm, I'm pretty surprised, actually, at just how strong that team is. Zach Mercer coming in at six. Uh, to, to fill out what looks like a, a, a world 15 back row and Matavesi staying in there. So a lot of game time for, for Matavesi and for, for Mercer over the past week and McConaughey as well. So, uh, yeah, I think that's um, probably a stronger team than I was expecting. And, and, and now, you know, looking at it, I, I think no excuses not to, to get those five points. Yeah, just looking down the, down the Wasps team, G. Um, and... Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a strong side, but there are definitely some areas here, G, that I'd, I'd, I'd be looking to target. So they've gone with West, Taylor, Allo, Launchbury, Gaskill, Willis, Young and Shields. And then Robson, Umaga, Watson, Mills, Fekatoa, Kibariggi and Sopawanga. Um, so, yeah. A, you know, a, 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 sorry? Front row. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, whilst, whilst we're talking about it, I think that's that's going to be one of the, the key areas, G. I think from, from from both sides of the coin, really. Obviously, it's been very, very strong, um, a strong area of our game uh, throughout the three games that, that we've played. And we've picked um, a very strong scrummaging front row there with Abano, Dunn and Stewart. Probably the strongest scrummagers, I would say, in the squad there. Um, in, in the country. Well, yeah, exactly. Best front row in the, in the land, as we know. Um, but, G, Wasps have been struggling... Uh, with injuries in, in their front row. So Kieran Brooks um, only lasted 36 minutes of their round 14 win um, against Wolverhampton Saints and he's not available. Jeff Tumaga Arlen as well, the other tight heads um, in their squad also um, uh, uh, went off injured at, during the loss against Sale Sharks. So they're having to bring in their third choice tight head there, um, Bio Allo, um, and, and then... Uh, 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 an inexperienced loose head as well in the form of West and G we saw them or, or I watched the game against Sale Sharks the, the loss there at the Rico and that was an area where they really struggled um, conceded a number of penalties at, at scrum time and looked fairly weak in, in that department so um, definitely an area that where uh, Stuart Hooper I think will be uh, will be targeting I wonder G if this week we'll get a, um, a nibble um, off um <laughs> As as we got against uh, as we got off Chris Boyd, G. Yeah, I know Chris Boyd saying that Bath don't want to pass when he was reacting to to Stuart Hooper's comment saying Northampton Saints don't want to scrummage, but um, Saints don't want to score tries either. So uh, yeah, a bit of bad blood there. But um, so you you highlighted there the scrum, Tom, which you think is an area where we can get 
on top of wasps. And I would completely agree. Now, two areas of concern, which I would have um, uh, looking at the two teams and, and looking at probably where wasps are strong. So number one is the breakdown. Uh, you know, it, it's a key area in, in rugby. It was a key area pre-COVID, but it's even more important now in, in this kind of post-COVID world where the referees are, are being much tighter on, on not releasing, on rolling away, on everything at the breakdown coming in at the side. And Jack Willis, Jack Willis and Thomas Young against Toby, against Toby Faletau, Zach Mercer, and most importantly, Sam Underhill is a battle for the ages. And, and that is going to be key because if we get on the, the kind of wrong side of the penalty count in that area, which we can do, and, and Jack Willis is such a good operator over the ball, then that's an area that they'll definitely be targeting and, and an area we need to get absolutely right. So a big day for Sam Underhill against up-and-coming Jack Willis, who, who Eddie Jones must have his eye on for, for his England squad. And the second... Go on, Nick. You got any thoughts oh, on that? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I had that jotted down as well. So the, the win against... Uh, Wasps win against Worcester, um, they made 14 turnovers in that game. So it's mm. clearly um, an area where, where they um, look to get ascendancy. And you're right to highlight our, our back row and Underhill, Jack Willis, is a, is a, is a fascinating battle as you say but I think it's, it's going to be equally important that our big boys um, up front are able to clear out these rucks sort of quickly um, and cleanly and um, legally uh, yeah exactly exactly yeah stay on stay on the feet um, enter from the back gate and uh, just clear the jacklers um, out the way and I think it's something that we've done we've done pretty well actually so far the the clear out always looks really aggressive guys like Yules, McAnally, Abano um, looking really up for the fight so um, it's going to be really key because you cannot let someone like Jack Willis, Thomas Young um, get a sniff over the ball there because um, you know particularly as you say with the new interpretations of the breakdown laws it's mm. uh, you'll get ping around the park. Mm, that's going to be fascinating. And the second area of concern, I would say, that I probably would have is that we've seen how um, effective, particularly with kind of this team, if you want to call it that, this first team, I guess, how effective our driving mall can be. I think McNally's playing his best rugby for Bath. He's key in that area. Yours and, of course, those front row boys. But against Northampton Saints, uh, with the likes of Courtney Laws in there, he did a fantastic job of uh, stifling that rolling mall threat and also kind of swimming his way through the uh, the mall to get to the ball carrier, which made, uh, whether it was Jack Walker or, or Tom Dunn, break away earlier than what they would have liked. Um, and he, he really took that weapon away from us. And they've got Joe Launchbury captaining in the lock, you know, someone that's equally good in, in the uh, in the line-out area. So um, hopefully we can still use that as a weapon because that must be a tactic that they're going to use but I think it's going to be a lot more difficult on on Monday uh, to to do that against uh, Joe Launchbury than it was against you know whoever with the London Irish and Leicester Tigers were rolling out Thomas Thomas Lavanini yeah, exactly. Um, midfield, exactly. midfield defender Thomas Lavanini. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. And we, we've spoken, um, you know, during the after the first two fixtures against London Irish and Leicester, whether it was sort of a strong setup from us or poor defence. And I think the game against Saints told us that we have got a little way to go in in that area. Um, it was defended well, and it, and it was kind of taken away from us to an extent. And I think there's probably no one better um, in terms of a line-up forwards in, in English rugby than, than Joe Launchbury. Mm. Um, he, has a, he has a knack of making life difficult um, uh, for, for the jumpers. Um, and um, yeah, he, he certainly showed that against, against Sale in, in the game I watched. So yeah, gee, huge area. The other um, thing I was just going to highlight in, uh, in terms of Wasps, um, and I thought it was an interesting statistic, G. So out of every 
team in the Premiership. They score the highest proportion of their tries uh, between first and third phase. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's something that really since the days of or, or Cipriani a couple of seasons ago when him and Gopher were working so well in tandem, um, that first phase from scrum or line out um, was very, very dangerous um, with them being able to pick runners um, and kind of cut def- defences to ribbons. Mm-hmm. So um, that's an area where, um, you know, not seeing Gopeth in that starting 15 for me is probably one of the, the kind of biggest confidence boosters because he's so key for that team. And Umaga, um, obviously less less experienced in that area. But, you know, they have got Sopawanger at 15 who will be a second distributor for them. So I expect him to be coming into the attacking line and playing that kind of, that kind of role. So, um, you know, it, we, we have got, um, uh, you know, probably the best defender in the outside yeah, channel playing sure. in our 15 in Jonathan Joseph. But ultimately, gee, these are relatively new combinations that we're seeing. Um, Matavesi and JJ won't have played together that much. Um, Gabe Hammer-Webb on the wing, obviously um, hugely promising, but inexperienced at this level. So we're going to have to be really, you know, communicate really well um, in, in defence in those outside channels and, and try and try and stifle that that particular threat in my view. Mm, that, yeah, that's good and I can see how you've been spending your bank holiday doing plenty of research for the podcast Tom so great to see and I, I was going to say that you know I see your first phase try percentage whilst what I raise you Jonathan Joseph and, 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 he, and he never gets beaten on the outside and he's going to be key uh, in stifling the threat of those guys and, and Fekatoa in particular that battle at 13 will be great but um, JJ will get out on top of that. I have no doubt about that. And um, yeah, I'm just looking at the two teams, Tom, and and, and pen me in for five point victory. Do uh, you know Bath do that? Um, that that when they announce their team on Twitter, they have the guys coming forward in their kind of position groups. And when you see Talume Fanatel, Sam Underhill, and Zach Mercer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so. Yeah. That is such a good team. <laughs> and it's great, actually. We, we're getting our first choice back row playing together. You know, it's the second time these have started. Um, Francois Lowe, Falatau, and Underhill only starting, um, I think it was only once, actually, in their um, whatever it was, something like um, two and a half seasons together or something um, at the rec. So, yeah, brilliant. And, gee, just um, one other battle, that one other kind of head to head that I'd, I'd meant to um, raise. So, the, the Wasp Loose heads. Um, Tom West um, who will be packing down against Will Stewart uh, they obviously came through the Wasp Academy mm-hmm. together um, and are, are, are good friends um, apparently uh, um, uh, since Stewart obviously left to, to join Bath before before this season um, so um, yeah that's a that's a massively um, uh, a massively intriguing battle and I think um, Stewart will be looking to, to, to get bragging rights there sorry before mm-hmm. last season I should say yeah, yeah, and I think he will. I mean, we've seen how good he is. And, and if Jones is there, um, which he probably will be, because I think it's the only game on Monday, then another opportunity for, for Stewart, for Urbano, for Dunn to show that they're the best front row in the country uh, and for Big tries to show again that he's the best winger in the country. Um, so, yeah, great, great stuff. Bank holiday Monday rugby, uh, really exciting. The final point for me on, on the bar 23, Tom, is that it's great that, that Tom de Glanville takes his place on the bench um, clearly that neck injury yes. that um, we worried looked serious against Northampton Saints has proved to be uh, not, not serious. Um, so great to see him take his place uh, and looking forward to seeing more flashes uh, from the exciting young fullback. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, five points victory for me for Bath. Um, getting that bonus point will be key. It will take us above Bristol, um, which will put a smile on your face, a smile on my face. Um, what is your prediction for the, the Bath-Bosps game tomorrow? 
Yes, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be a bath a bath whingy. I think we'll make it four in succession um, in the Gallagher Premiership for the first time, G, since November of 2016. Um, so stats and records falling by the wayside, um, G, in the wake of a very very successful start um, and promising start to the season. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll um, we'll do it. We've got a you know a good record. Uh, against Wasps as well. Um, they obviously won what was a gritty encounter um, uh, back at the Rico Arena. I think that was back in back in November. Um, but they've lost the last uh, two times at the Rec um, and haven't won against Bath since 2017 in the Premiership. So um, yeah, I think we um, you know we should go into this game with with huge confidence. I think there's some clear areas where we've got ascendancy. Looking at the the teams on paper, the one other area I was going to highlight. Uh, gee, what well, is that kicking area? It is that kicking game out of hand? Um, and Matabasi, we spoke about, did it quite effectively. Priestland coming back into the, the 10 shirt as well. Um, and then Ben Spencer as well, who's obviously um, a very, very skillful kicker. Matteo Minozzi has been moved out of the 15 and Sopawanga is is back at fullback in a, in a less familiar position. So I think um, having seen that team sheet, uh, those three Bath players will be looking to to find grass mm. behind Sopawanga and and kind of test him out, um, test him out in that position. Mm. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a huge game in in the context of our season. As I say, into the home straight now, really um, fourth and fifth, um, and only one point in it. G. So you know, a potential eight to to ten point swing um, for 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 these two teams, and it's also a chance to to put a bit of distance now um, between us and those in in fifth and sixth. Um, so a chance to go uh, uh, potentially nine points ahead of Northampton Saints um, and um, uh, 17 points ahead of ahead of Harlequins um, if they don't prevail in, in, in their game. So that will kind of put the top six to bed, really. Um, and we can then just focus on the remaining fixtures. Um, Angie, I think what is uh, potentially, as I said, an, an easier run in um, for Bath relative to the, the, the other side. So... Um, just for, for a tiny bit of context, and I'm rambling here a bit, but for, for a tiny bit of context, so um, we go Harlequins away, then Worcester at home um, as our next two games, and then Sale away and Saracens away to make probably a bit of a tougher end of the season. Wasps, on the other hand, um, have got to go Saracens away next week, then Leicester at home, then Bristol and Exeter, their last two games. So um, uh, probably three of the, the form teams there um, in the Premiership, um, Exeter, uh, Saracens and Bath, obviously. And um, uh, uh, so, you know, this is a good chance for us to kind of uh, get some ascendancy over them mm. um, uh, who are you know, being our main challenge, our main challenger to, to the top four. Push our bid for a home semi, Tom. And maybe by then we'll have fans back in so we can go and enjoy it. Oh, um, imagine that. Thank, thank you very much uh, for joining me again, Tom. Really enjoying these regular podcasts. Thank you very much for listening. Hit subscribe in your feed so you get all of these uh, smaller, bite-sized midweek podcasts delivered straight to your device. Uh, we'll be back when, Tom? Uh, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, some point. Some point. Probably depending on the result, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so just hit subscribe, as I say, and, and whenever we do it, it will come straight to your advice, your device. Um, thank you for listening on a bank holiday weekend have a great weekend Uh, enjoy the rugby uh, and and stick behind the boys as always uh, through thick and thin